This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of rhabdomyosarcoma from the pathology section on orthobullets.com. Rhabdomyosarcoma is a malignant tumor of the primitive mesenchyme, and it is the most common sarcoma in children. There are four subtypes of rhabdomyosarcoma, embryonal, alveolar, botryoid, and pleomorphic. Embryonal occurs in infants and young children. Alveolar occurs in adolescents and young adults. Botryoid occurs in infants and young children, typically in the vagina. Botryoid rhabdomyosarcoma is also known as sarcoma botryoides, or a quote, bunch of grapes. Pleomorphic rhabdomyosarcoma tends to occur in older patients 40 to 70 years old. As far as the genetics, alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma has a common 213 translocation, and it forms the PAX3 FKHR fusion protein. Keep in mind that this is associated with a high risk of metastatic disease. This has been a tested point on previous exams, so I'll say it again. Alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma has a common 213 translocation, which forms the PAX3 FKHR fusion protein and is associated with a high risk of metastatic disease. As far as metastasis, nodal metastasis are known to occur with rhabdomyosarcoma, so consider a sentinel lymph node biopsy as part of the treatment. A bone marrow biopsy is required for staging. Bone marrow metastases have been shown to portend a worse prognosis. As far as the prognosis for rhabdomyosarcoma, the five-year survival for embryonal rhabdomyosarcoma is 80%, alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma is 60%, botryoid is uniformly fatal, as less than 30% of patients live five years from the time of diagnosis. And finally, the five-year survival of pleomorphic rhabdomyosarcoma is 25%. As far as symptoms, patients present with a rapidly growing painless mass. Most lesions occur in the head neck, genitourinary system, or retroperitoneum. As far as imaging, CT of the chest is required for staging of the disease. An MRI is non-diagnostic but is crucial for treatment planning. Rhabdomyosarcoma images appear like many other soft tissue sarcomas, that is dark on T1 and bright on T2. Characteristic histology of embryonal rhabdomyosarcoma is a small round blue cell tumor. Skeletal muscle-like cross striations can occur, and keep in mind that the histology is based on the stage of neoplastic cell development. The histology of alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma is poorly differentiated round cells with multinucleated giant cells. There are also cellular aggregates that are surrounded by dense fibrous septae. Finally, the histology of pleomorphic rhabdomyosarcoma are multiple cell types that are present, and it's difficult to differentiate from other pleomorphic sarcomas. As far as the immunohistochemistry for rhabdomyosarcoma, MyoD1 is positive, myoglobulin is positive, myosin is positive, desmin is positive, and vimentin is positive. Treatment of rhabdomyosarcoma can be non-operative or operative. Non-operative management includes chemotherapy alone or radiation therapy alone. Chemotherapy alone is only indicated in select patients with widespread metastatic disease. Radiation therapy alone can be used for unresectable tumors or close-slash-positive margins. Operative options include wide surgical excision with chemotherapy or wide surgical excision with radiation therapy. The indications for wide surgical excision with chemotherapy 
is pediatric rhabdomyosarcoma, as chemotherapy is not effective for adult rhabdomyosarcoma. Common chemotherapeutic agents include vincristine, dactinomycin, and cyclophosphamide. Wide surgical excision with radiation therapy is indicated for adult pleomorphic rhabdomyosarcoma. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, A nine-year-old girl presents with a rapidly growing mass on her left arm. She has no tenderness to palpation of the mass, but is noted to have prominent axillary lymph nodes, and the MRI of the left arm demonstrates a large, hypo-intense soft tissue mass. Histology reveals an alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma, demonstrating the characteristic cellular aggregates of poorly differentiated round cells and multinucleated giant cells surrounded by dense fibrous septae. Which of the following mutations is associated with her diagnosis? And the choices are 1. Translocation between chromosomes 12 and 16, 2. Genos, 3. Translocation between chromosomes 2 and 13, 4. Translocation between chromosomes 11 and 22, and 5. IDH1. The correct answer to this question is 3. Translocation between chromosomes 2 and 13. So the patient has alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma, which is associated with a translocation between chromosomes 2 and 13. To quickly review, alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma is a malignant tumor of the primitive mesenchyme that occurs in adolescents and young adults. It's associated with a 2-13 translocation. Patients typically present with a rapidly growing painless mass. Nodal metastasis are known to occur with rhabdomyosarcoma so sentinel lymph node biopsy should be considered as part of treatment. On MRI, alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma appears like many soft tissue tumors, demonstrating hypointensity on T1-weighted images and hyperintensity on T2-weighted images. Histologically, it is characterized by cellular aggregates of poorly differentiated round cells and multinucleated giant cells that are surrounded by dense fibrous septae. Andrio et al. performed a study on the role of sentinel lymph node biopsy in soft tissue sarcoma subtypes with a high propensity for regional lymphatic spread, for example, clear cell sarcoma, synovial sarcoma, epithelioid sarcoma, and rhabdomyosarcoma. They found that sentinel lymph node biopsy is an important diagnostic tool for patients with clear cell sarcoma who appear to have a high rate of clinically occult regional lymph node metastases at diagnosis. For synovial sarcoma patients, sentinel lymph node biopsy appeared to be of very little relevance. Daligna et al. performed a study on sentinel lymph node biopsy in pediatric patients. They found that sentinel lymph node biopsy was a feasible and reliable technique that allowed a targeted sampling of regional lymph nodes. They reported that although recently new imaging techniques such as PET-CT scan have obtained good results in identifying distant and lymphatic metastases, they have been found to be less reliable than sentinel lymph node biopsy, especially for small volume metastatic nodal disease in sarcoma. Marshall et al. published a review on the molecular drivers of alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma. They reported that the majority of alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma tumors carry one of several characteristic chromosomal translocations, such as translocation between chromosomes 2 and 13, which results in the expression of a PAX3-FKHR fusion transcription factor. 
To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, translocation between chromosomes 12 and 16 is incorrect, as this is associated with myxoid liposarcoma. Answer 2, genus mutation is incorrect, as a genus mutation is associated with fibrous dysplasia. Answer 4, translocation between chromosomes 11 and 22 is incorrect, as an 11-22 translocation is associated with Ewing sarcoma. And finally, answer 5, IDH1 mutation is incorrect, as an IDH1 mutation is associated with Mifuchi syndrome. Patients with Mifuchi syndrome demonstrate multiple enchondromas in the bones and multiple soft tissue hemangiomas with flebolites in the soft tissues. Moving on to the next question. Alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma was diagnosed in a six-year-old boy after an incisional biopsy. What is the most common genetic abnormality in this tumor? And the choices are 1, EWS-FLI1 fusion gene, 2, PAX3-FKHR fusion gene, 3, P53 mutation, and 4, retinoblastoma gene mutation. The correct answer to this question is 2, PAX3-FKHR fusion gene. So alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma is postulated to derive from precursor cells within the skeletal muscle. The embryonic derivation of these tumors is presumed to be mesoderm, the same as that of skeletal muscle. This disease occurs most commonly in young children and adolescents. In alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma, translocation between chromosomes 1 and 13 and translocation between chromosomes 2 and 13 yield the PAX3-FKHR and PAX7-FKHR fusion genes, respectively. An 11-22 translocation resulting in the EWS-FLI1 fusion protein is commonly found in Ewing sarcoma. P53 and retinoblastoma gene mutations predispose patients to development of osteosarcoma. Moving on to the next question. An otherwise healthy teenager has an isolated lower extremity mass. The biopsy of the mass reveals the diagnosis of rhabdomyosarcoma. Management of the patient's mass should consist of which of the following? And the choices are 1. Hemipalvectomy amputation. 2. Wide resection chemotherapy and radiation therapy. 3. Wide resection and radiation therapy. 4. Marginal excision. And 5. Observation. The correct answer to this question is 2. Wide resection chemotherapy and radiation therapy. So treatment of rhabdomyosarcomas include wide resection of the primary tumor, chemotherapy, and radiation therapy. Rhabdomyosarcomas are one of the soft tissue sarcomas where chemotherapy has been shown to have a substantial survival benefit. In all cases without a radical margin, radiation therapy should also be added to the treatment plan. Amputation is rarely needed for local tumor control and is typically selected when an amputation provides better functional results than a limb-sparing procedure. Observation of these tumors is rarely, if ever, indicated. Sentinel node biopsy may be indicated in these patients if there is clinical or radiographic node enlargement. And moving on to the final question, which of the following statements regarding rhabdomyosarcoma is true? And the choices are 1. Most common soft tissue sarcoma in the foot. 2. Most common soft tissue sarcoma in a child. 3. Commonly shows calcification on plain radiographs. 4. Soft tissue sarcoma associated with Mifuchi syndrome. And 5. D-differentiates from benign myxomatous tumors. The correct answer to this question is 2. Most common soft tissue sarcoma in a child. 
So rhabdomyosarcoma is the most common soft tissue sarcoma in a child. The most common soft tissue sarcoma in the foot and a sarcoma which commonly shows calcification on plain radiographs is a synovial cell sarcoma. Hemangiomas are commonly associated with Mofuchi syndrome, that is multiple enchondromas and hemangiomas. Finally, rhabdomyosarcoma does not de-differentiate from benign myxomatous tumors. Papo et al. retrospectively evaluated their cohort of children with rhabdomyosarcoma and tried to evaluate prognostic factors associated with poor prognosis after recurrence. They determined that histologic subtype, stage, and timing of diagnosis were directly related to survival after recurrence. That's all for this review about rhabdomyosarcoma. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.